What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Habring Report podcast with myself, your host, Brad Mines. The price of Bitcoin is just under 21,000 US dollars, and there are about 17 months left until the next Bitcoin halving. Recently, we posted on the Habring Report Instagram account a very interesting chart that shows how Bitcoin always moves up in four year cycles, halving over halving. We encourage you to take a look at it as it will help you understand how Bitcoin cycles work. Before we get to today's show, shout out to our partner at BitBuy. If you are Canadian and you haven't already, go to bitbuy.ca forward slash having for a free $20 in Canadian fiat after depositing your first $250, which can be used to purchase many different types of cryptocurrencies so quick and easily at bitbuy.ca forward slash having. Today, we have Lamont Lambo Aswood on the show. Lambo and I met at the Blockchain Futures Conference in Toronto, Canada this past August. He has worked for the Bahamas Security Commission and totes his home country as the headquarters for FTX Crypto Exchange. So let's get right to it. Lamont, thanks for doing this today, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me, man. It's great meeting you inside Canada. You know, I had a lot of fun up there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, like, do you come, have you been to Canada before? Was that your first time? Do you come often? That was my first time. Uh, All right, man. What was your, uh, like, what was your impression? It was really, um, I like it because it's like, it's really diverse and like, I have a lot of friends who live up there. And to me, I just feel as though like the people are more friendlier. Um, I tell people like, it's almost like United States, but it seems though the people are more friendlier in Canada. Um, yeah, I really like that we stayed in the Toronto area and it's just, you know, it's always good. Like just to see new places and absorb new cultures like that. Yeah, well, I'm glad that we live up to our international reputation of uh, just being kind people. That's that's good to hear. Um, yeah, the Blockchain Futures Conference. Yeah, so just for the listeners, that uh, just for a little bit of context, uh, Lamont and I met each other uh, at the con- at the Blockchain Futures Conference in uh, early August there, and you know we've been trying to to schedule this interview for for a little bit of time since then. So we're, I'm happy that you could finally make it on the podcast, man. Uh, if, if you don't mind, do you mind just giving us a little bit of a background for yourself and how you got into the cryptocurrency space? Well, I graduated from college. I got a bachelor's degree in finance. So after that, I started working. My first real full-time job was at the Securities Commission, the Bahamas. And as of yesterday, I resigned. Um, wow. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was after six years. But um, around 2018 or so, 2017, me and some friends, we co-founded a crypto startup. We call it Island Crypto. Um, Island is- Crypto. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. This, this was before any type of regulation, you know, any type of anything. It's just, it just pretty much Wild West at that point. Um, but then, and, you know, it kind of phased out. But um. You know, I still got it really interesting, like the cryptocurrency stuff. So I started doing like a lot of vlog videos. So I would do videos breaking out like finance concepts. And I started to shift my focus more towards the cryptocurrency industry because I just found it more interesting. Like, mm-hmm. and you could find so much things to talk about. Like every week is something new happening, you know, and it's just where everything was just so new and just so interesting, like. It's like the new hype in a way. <laughs> then, like you had the whole the whole thing with NFTs came into play and all that. So that really made it much more interesting. Then I just started making like a lot of connections in the business and the space. You know, like 
I don't know if you heard like FTX moved to the Bahamas because originally I'm from the Bahamas, you know, that's where I'm born and raised. Um, FTX actually moved down there. So like a lot of people are starting to get more interested in it because now they want to know like what's going on, who else is coming down there, you know, stuff like that. So that was kind of like my real, how I kind of got into the industry. Really. Yeah, no, that's a very cool story. Uh, so like what, what was the time frame on that? Like when, when did you, when did you start working uh, for your previous employer? Like, I know you just said you resigned yesterday. Like how, how long have you been there and how long have you been in that space? When did you kind of make this switch? Um, August, 2016 was my first, was when I first entered. So yeah, that was, um, pretty much like my six year anniversary was August. Yeah. Pretty much August. Okay. um, Okay. And, uh, which part of the Bahamas did you say you're from? Nassau. Nassau. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I stopped there on a cruise, on a cruise ship, went through the day. I took a, I took a jog up and down and saw the, the, the town just up and down. There's a, was it the queen stairs or what is that? The attraction there? Yeah. um, By the, the The queen steps. Yeah. The 66 steps then. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a real hallmark. That's a real, that's a real land landmark. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i just remember i don't know i'm just trying to re- re- uh recollect my my trip years ago and <laughs> that's just what's coming to mind uh but no i remember so like you know lots of color throughout the city as well uh i remember stopping at starbucks you guys have a starbucks <laughs> yeah we have a few more now <laughs> oh that's awesome uh I, I was so i was looking at your instagram page and you have a certificate a blockchain certificate uh did i read that correctly or, or what's this what's the story behind that yeah certified blockchain architect certificate yeah um i actually got that because you know i have a background with the cfa program so i have i'm studying actually for my last level now but as I started to get more interested in blockchain and crypto, and I started to talk to like people who are actually in the industry, I realized how much I didn't know. So I was like, okay, let me actually do a certification and let me understand the intricate de- details of it. Because a lot of it is like, okay, you have the financial aspect, like analyzing companies, breaking down the fun- fundamentals, but you don't really understand when it comes to like, Understand the difference between layer ones, layer twos, you know, analyzing a blockchain or crypto from a fundamental aspect. You know, that's where I was like, okay, you got to really try, start to, to fuse these two bases of knowledge together. So that's really where I, the reason why I got the certified blockchain ar- architect certificate. Oh, yeah, that's great. You know, it's good to see. Uh, you know, it definitely gives uh, some credibility when you see a recognized institution uh, giving that giving that to you. You know, you're showing that you're you're serious in the industry. Uh, and, you know, as a public figure out there, uh, I also saw your Instagram. You're holding like a big ass, long, fat snake, and I'm thinking, is this guy <laughs> is this guy crazy? Who is this guy coming on the having report? <laughs> what's yeah. uh, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, another love of mine. Yeah, I just um came from a trip. I actually went to the United States actually um this month. I actually just came back on the second of this month. And we went through like 10 different states and we stopped in New Orleans. So our hotel was literally like two blocks down away from Bourbon Street. So every night I would just walk to Bourbon Street and just 
meeting green people and this guy had a python so he's like you know 20 dollars to take a picture with the python and i was like oh, sure you know so yeah that's what yeah i have a i have a love of like exotic animals like i like tigers i have pictures of me at jaguars stuff like that <laughs> like oh wow yeah i love yeah, animals that's... like I love animals that can kill me for some strange reason. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, you're a risk taker. You're it seems like you're a risk taker. Maybe that's why you're in this space. I'm gonna ask you about the Ethereum merge. I know you were talking about that as well. And you know, what are your thoughts on it since it's happened? And you know, has it, things been going smoothly, or have you been following? Uh, you know, what's been happening there? I haven't been. In all honesty, I've not been following too much of what's been happening with the Ethereum merge. Um, I was more so paying attention a lot to like the traditional financial markets, especially like how I'm doing this job, this job change. But I see there is like mix. I know before it actually happened, a lot of people was either buying or selling their Ethereum. They didn't really know what to do. Um, I bought like a hundred bucks worth and I just sold it off because it like had a little um, bounce back because it like it very much dipped after I bought it. So I was like, you know what? Let me just see what's going to happen down the road. But yeah, I haven't really been keeping up with what's going on with Ethereum as much. But I know they mentioned that it's going to save like a lot of energy as far as like um, the mining process and all this. It's going to save like what ninety nine percent of the energy or something. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, anything basically, in my opinion, anything that makes crypto more efficient and more because right now we're in a stage where everyone wants to be you know environmentally friendly, which is important, you know. Um, I think anything like that right now is going to help um, build the crypto space because now when you're more fr- like environmentally friendly, then you will have like institutions who are willing to get behind it and mm-hmm. cover like all the ESG basis from a point of view like that. Yeah, but that's, yeah, I haven't been keeping up too much of what's going on, like how it's been performing as of late. Yeah. Well, I was browsing. I mean, I always browse the headlines in the crypto space, and it's not like I've seen any like major things go, go wrong with it in the news out there. Uh, I had, I was going to ask your thoughts around, you know, which cryptocurrencies that you like. If you, you know, I have a lot of people on here that are, you know, Bitcoin only, Bitcoin maxi, screw everything else. And then, you know, you get the people that are just into NFTs or just Ethereum. You know, what's your take on that? A friend, you know, he, um, always told me don't marry an idea so he's like you know don't lock yourself in with one particular project or cryptocurrency you know always be open to new things so like when i see people who are strictly like oh they're only ethereum and everything to do with ethereum I mean, it's kind of weird because like you know ethereum they have good projects you know solana they're doing they do good when they're ready <laughs> you have cardano so sometimes it's good just to mix it up um i'm a person i like to look at coins that are backed by like companies that I see are expanding. So for example, I probably will have a bias about this because I'm from the bombs and FTX just moved down here, but I probably like I find myself right buying more FTX tokens just simply because I see where the company is doing expansion. And even mm-hmm. though we're in this bear market right now, because like the bear market I think started around what May or something, like around that time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, think that's Sorry, can you, can you tell us a little bit more about that project? I mean, uh, FTX? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they actually set up their headquarters here in the Bahamas. Because, um, you know, the Bahamas recently we issued a digital asset and registered exchange bill, the DARAC. And 
that they're they have registered with us. So right now they have a DARE license. So right now they're operating under FTX Digital Market. So their headquarters essentially is set up in the Bahamas. And um, with that DARE act, actually, right, I think it's really great because a lot of international firms now are now starting to eye the Bahamas and they see it as real investment opportunities there because right now we have a very crypto-friendly government and there's a lot of opportunity as far as like building up the digital infrastructure here. So like you have the central bank sand dollar, that's a project that was launched. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I could be wrong. I think like around 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. And we recently had a food festival. So like every year they have like food festivals. So what they're trying, what they actually did is they have like, uh, they basically was trying to go cashless for the food festival. So they're trying to get more people on board to use the, the sand dollar. So it'll be almost like our own central bank digital currency, really. So they're trying to get more merchants on board, get more users of it, and get more people aware of it. So I think things like that, you know, to move FTX, Sand Dollar, the Dare Act, all of that um, is building interest in the Bahamas. And I think it's really going to help move us forward because one of the our prime minister, he, um, he actually mentioned that he would like the Bahamas to be a digital hub. And, you know, like almost every country right now wants to be a digital hub. You see Rishi, <laughs> Rishi Sunak in the UK, he actually said he wants the UK to be a digital hub. Um, so I think there's a lot of great opportunities. You know, the Bahamas has been a place where there haven't been a lot of innovation. But I think right now it's starting to open up eyes, especially like to the up and coming professionals who are more interested in it. And the established institutions now, they kind of like was not interested in the crypto and digital assets due to like reputational risk. Now they're actually starting to see where it is viable. You know, when you have companies like JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, Kenan, you're just like, okay, let me dip my toe in the pool, you know, and just see how that works out. But yeah, man, I really, um, I think that move here really is like, I'm I'm trying to I'm gonna like use this term opening up the floodgates because I think that's has like a negative connotation, but I think it's kind of like you know, it's like a beacon, you know, and uh, actually like shows general general interest in our region. So I really support that move. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, you know, I'm not sure what the international regulations are for like foreigners, like, but I would certainly love to come to the Bahamas and live in the Bahamas because. We're getting right to winter season here in Canada. And, you know, I know you were here in the summertime. It wasn't too bad, but uh, it's soon to be a lot worse. Um, but, uh, you know, is, so is regulation, you know, much different. I mean, you touched on a little bit there, but, you know, what uh, what's what's happening in the regulatory world down there in, in the Bahamas and like uh, when it comes to taxes, you know, is it all uh, pretty much the same as North America or how does it work down there? No, um, it's actually very different from North America. That's one of the reasons why a lot of crypto firms are starting to eye here. Like they're starting to um planning a move here is because like the one of the differences is I had a talk with someone who's an executive at a crypto firm and he was like, you know, one of the problems they're having in the US is they actually would have problems because every different um city, every different municipality, every different state has its own laws and has its own tax structures. So it's like you could you could operate a certain way like in New York, but if you cross state lines, then you're doing something illegal or you know, something like that. And 
it kind of muddies the water. So a lot of firms don't know how to operate on a countrywide basis. But like when you look at the Bahamas, it's like almost like a blanket um, legislation across all. And our taxes are really more, um, it's really more um, lenient um, in that case. So it's like you really could kind of like operate your business. You could focus more so on just the business aspect instead of just, hey, I just got to pay all these taxes, blah, 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 and, you know, seeping into your profits. So you're actually able to expand more. So, yeah, we, our legislation is really like it's really crypto friendly and it's ever it's ever um, adding new things because, you know, like where the industry changes so much. So, like, you know, two years ago, NFTs weren't a thing like two, three years ago. Nobody knew what NFTs is now. It's like that's something you really got to keep your eye on, you know. So, yes, we have a very pro friendly pro crypto legislation. Well, that's really good to hear. Uh, you know, we're I'm hoping like they're gonna take away like the micro payments transactions. Like that seems like really unusable, makes cryptocurrency really unusable here in Canada is the fact that you know absolutely everything needs to be taxed. And uh I don't know, I heard the idea of some places uh possibly getting rid of having to tax any any transactions under two hundred dollars. I think that would be even that would be so beneficial, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I must say, like, when I did travel to the U.S., I mean, sorry, when I did travel to Canada, taxes were a factor. Um, taxes and parking, I didn't know you guys, you guys charge a lot of parking, <laughs> like, everywhere I went. Well, yeah. yeah, in Toronto, <laughs> in Toronto, yeah, your parking costs, that's for sure, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, yeah, that was a factor. But, you know, I think um, cryptocurrency definitely could change the game. Um, because I know a few people who, you know, like they actually are Canadian citizens and it's like, that's one of the reasons really what impair like them doing a lot of business in Canada was the taxes, you know, taxes seem to be a little excessive. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, uh, that's just kind of how we are. We've uh, always been a little bit more, I guess, socialist and then, than the States, that's for sure. Um, what, um, you, know, you have quite a bit of following on there on, on social media. You know, were you into social media before? Were you an influencer before you got into crypto? Or did kind of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency bring you forth into this uh, public figure life? Um, I still don't even really consider myself an influencer. But you could say Bitcoin, crypto, and finance generally. That's kind of like what got me interested in it. Because mm-hmm. where I just started making videos talking about concepts that like a lot of people didn't understand. And I would just break it down in a real digestible manner. Um, that's why a lot of people really started watching my videos. Like it really started off like a lot of my that's my friends, and they would send it to their friends, and that's kind of like how that got on. So then a lot of people in the space started to know me when I go out, they start recognizing me. Hey, you're doing what I saw you, you just be talking in your car, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of like what brought me into that. I didn't really have like no real ambition of being an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> I just found something interesting I like to talk about, you know. For sure, man, for sure. Uh, so uh, how do you feel about, you know, uh, in, in terms of cryptocurrency and storage? Are you, do you use custodial services or do you like, are you like not, not your keys, not your coins kind of guy? Um, I am kind of like, even if it isn't good, I do kind of keep my, um, 
my stuff on exchanges. It depends on the exchange. Like, I mean, obviously any exchange can happen. You see what happened with Binance when they got hacked for like what? That was like five hundred some million or something. Like, yeah, they yeah. Had, is that like, is that recent or was that like a few years ago? I know there was like a forty million dollar hack. Like, year I think a few years ago. No, they had a one on was on it? the BNB chain or something. I think uh, yeah, not last month or something or earlier. This oh, month. was there? Yeah, I think it was a major hack. Um, but I think they're like either they was able to prevent like a lot of the funds from being stolen. But yeah, I, I'm kind of a person. I tend to keep my money on exchanges, even though that's not a good habit at all. It's just uh, <laughs> no, know. that's not a good habit. I, I tell people, uh, well, actually, that's not true. That's not true. I do. I I use one reputable exchange, but I definitely don't have uh, all. They don't have everything. That's for sure. <laughs> like exchanges like Binance, um, FTX, they're the ones who I kind of like trust more. <laughs> so it's like okay. yeah, but, yeah, um, definitely. But there are a lot of exchanges out there that are going belly up. A lot of them, you know, are you know they are blocking transactions. Whenever you see an exchange block a transaction, I say like you can't withdraw. That's like a huge mm-hmm. red flag, in my opinion. It's like <laughs> like when you're ready, you have to all the verification. They say all oh, they're stopping all transactions. Like all right, nothing, no good news comes after that. <laughs> uh, are you? Do you have a favorite cryptocurrency? Um, it was Solana, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it was Solana. Even though Solana has been taking a beating, but I mean, most yeah. cryptocurrencies are taking a beating. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm just uh, I'm not really uh, like a maxi on anyone, but I guess I will stick to the Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice uh, choice, I mean, man. Nice choice. <laughs> <laughs> but you. Uh yeah. I mean, again, like I I usually uh tell this. Uh, I, I tell people most on most podcasts that you know I'm a big Bitcoin allocator mostly, and Ethereum as my second al- biggest allocation. So, uh, but I don't really dabble outside of there. I used to dabble a little bit more, but uh, I just keep kind of let's play the safe bet, like you said. It's uh, you know, when in doubt, choose Bitcoin. Uh, and I just you know I think the returns are good enough for me. I don't need yeah. to. I don't. I don't want to gamble at this point. Maybe in the future, when my stack is a little bit bigger, maybe I want to gamble a little bit. Right now, I like the. I like the safe play. I like the safe plays. Uh, I think there's. You know, Bitcoin's not the only safe play, but uh, yeah. you know, I like. I like Bitcoin because it's the first iteration of of decentralized internet money, and yeah. that has potential to absolutely turn the world upside down. Definitely. Definitely. Um. Yeah, I always tell people, like, especially like how we're in this bear market, I always tell people now is not the time to be, you know, not the time to take risk, really. Like, this is a, this is a time to stick with stuff that, you know, will survive. You know, because, like, when you look at that top 100 list on CoinGecko and CoinMarketCap, it's like every day something shifting and dropping out. You know, you had a whole situation with Terry. Yeah. That, that was a disaster, like. Oh man! <laughs> if you if you take Coin Market Cap top ten over the years, I think and like just look at it every like six months and see all the different coins being in the top market cap, and then you just realize that like Bitcoin's just always there, always number one, and it just it just sticks. Whereas the other ones, I mean, there's some there's like Ethereum's you know obviously pretty legit, but uh, you know there, a lot of them have shifted around and you know gone belly up. Things you never thought would go belly up gone belly up. You never think. You know, hundred billion dollars can just disappear like that, but it does. And that does in this crazy cryptocurrency world. So yeah, you definitely gotta be careful out there. Yeah, that is very true. 
Like I tell people, like times like this, now is not the time to be, you know, crazy. You know, you could be crazy when things are going good. That's the time to be crazy, not now. Yeah, now is yeah. the time to be cautious. Really, right? Yeah. For sure. Um, and I mean, I, I feel like not a lot of people, like just the way the market is, like pe- people aren't. It doesn't seem like people are, you know, putting big gambles out there. Maybe I mean, maybe there are, like behind the scenes a little bit, but uh, you know, I, I definitely. Uh, I have a lot less money since the bear market. So I'm just playing a conservative lifestyle here and, uh, you know, keep stacking stats, man. That's that's what I do here at the Having Report. Yeah, that's what you got to <laughs> do, man. That's going to adopt. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I guess, I ask you if you have any words of wisdom, I suppose, for myself and my listeners. Um. I would say one word of wisdom is going to sound crazy. Um, talk to strangers. Get to talk to people who you don't know. Just like how, mm-hmm. like, when we met up um, by in Canada, like, we didn't know each other, but, you know, we just took two seconds to talk to each other. And, you know, I learned, from what I learned so far, is like, as simple as just having a conversation with someone that could really change your life, you know, because you don't know who you're talking to, and you don't know where these conversations can lead, you know. And, when you find someone in the space, I understand that we're all a little crazy to some degree. You know, <laughs> all of us like we're really into Bitcoin and all that. We're all a little crazy. And yeah, it's okay. some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, some more than others. Some more than others. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. <laughs> uh, definitely. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, just, there's so many crazy, crazy characters in this space. But uh, yeah, talk to strangers, man. You know, you can get, I feel like you can get rich just by, the people you hang out with, right? All it takes is meeting the right people, then uh, making different connections with different people, you know, uh, you know, filling the gaps in other people's needs. And, you know, some things just come to fruition just by networking. So, you know, that's why I love going to the Blockchain Futures Conference. And I've had you, you on the podcast now. I've had a couple other people I've met from the, from the conference on the show. I'm just super grateful. It's a, a really cool uh, bunch of people in this space. So, you know, I'm really glad you took the time of your day to, to come on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you have an awesome, you have an awesome crypto name, Lambo, Lambo Asswood. Uh, so you got to stick with it. Um, no. Can you tell us, um, you know, if you have any final comments or questions, if not, do you mind just letting us know where we can follow you and learn more? All right. Um, I just want to say, man, I appreciate you having me, man. I appreciate you having me, you know. I appreciate what you're doing. I really love what you're doing with the podcast, man. Definitely, I'm looking forward to seeing it grow. Hopefully, I come on again and we can discuss more, man. Definitely. But um, yeah, I just want to tell a lot of people, you know, thanks for listening. And my social media is at Lamont Astwood, L-A-M-O-N-T-A-S-T-W-O-D, at Lamont Astwood on my social media. I'm the only person in the world with that name, so I figured I might as well make that play <laughs> on my social media. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, wait, yeah. if, uh, just wait long enough uh, on Instagram. I'm sure you'll have some impersonators out there. Yeah, I already have. I already went through that. <laughs> okay, I figured that. With that many followers, you probably have a few impersonators out there. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I, I appreciate your time. Uh, I'd love to do it again in the future, and uh, I'll let you know when things are out. Thanks again. Thank you all for listening to the Having Report podcast. Please like and subscribe to the show. Check out the show notes below. Share it with a friend. And we'll see you back next time.